YouTube.com slash Mayhew Mayhem. That's YouTube.com slash M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. Hello and welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. Hey everyone, it's Raven, and with us is a man who's had more cock in his mouth than I have. Hey, what's up? I'm Dale, and also joining us is the man who loves to rub lizard bellies with other dudes. What's up everybody? It's me, Greg. Remember, 30 Minutes of Mayhem is available on iTunes, but now, for all the Android listeners out there, we are also available on Stitcher and Spreaker. All you have to do is search Mayhew Mayhem. That's M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. You can also donate the 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal to help us become a better show. Just use the email address in the description, 30minutesofmayhem at gmail.com. The first topic of this episode is celebrities becoming famous when younger and then being a complete train wreck by the time they are 21. So, Greg, what do you think about this? Um, hmm. Uh, yes, I'm... Yes, I'm doing the podcast right now. Go away. Uh, some kids end up becoming celebrities at too young an age, it seems like. One of the main problems is these kids are usually like completely dicked over when it comes to um, what happens to them because essentially when it comes down to it, usually they end up so screwed up later in life because they were usually not allowed pretty much any freedom whatsoever. They were never allowed to really have much of a childhood and they were never really allowed to um, do what most kids do because they usually had to spend a lot of their time filming and they had to like they would have to follow like strict diets and that so that way they would always like look the same and they would have to basically just follow this rigorous uh, schedule and then usually what that means is that when they finally become legal adults and they can finally they finally have a chance at freedom they uh, don't ease into it they just like go full charge into it and uh they honestly have no idea what they're doing because they've been led around by the hand throughout their whole life at that point they don't know what the hell they're doing and they end up like screwing their uh, whole lives up another factor is that if you're one of those child actors who, that don't successfully make the transition from a uh, a child actor to an adult actor like i mean because there are some who like start out as child actors but then they like transition into adult actors and they continue acting into their adult lives and they continue getting roles then there are some actors child actors who like as soon as soon as they hit a certain age like bam they're dropped off the face of the earth and nobody like gives a shit about them anymore and the biggest roles they could probably come up with is maybe like a bit part on a television show or something so You end up going from, like, having the, like, everybody paying attention to you, everybody giving you free stuff, and you, like, living the life, basically, and then all of a sudden it's gone. It's just completely gone. And, I mean, that's bad enough when you're an adult, but, I mean, when you're a kid and you've spent, like, your childhood, like, having all this cool stuff and that, and then all of a sudden it's gone and nobody's paying attention to you anymore, like, that's even, like, more emotionally damaging which is why and then there's 
the fact that a lot of these child actors have, well, really shitty parents. Like, the parents push them into acting. Like, the kids themselves didn't actually want to act, but their parents pushed them into doing it. Uh, you know, obviously it doesn't just happen with uh, actors. It happens with, like, uh, musicians. Uh, the Beebs right now is a complete fucking train wreck, and all the stupid-ass believers that are like, set Justin free. I'm like, he was highly intoxicated on multiple drugs and was dri- street racing a vehicle. He deserves to sit in fucking prison. With a suspended license. Yeah, I mean, for Christ's sake, he was he was high on painkillers, high on pot, and drunk. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's, he's not even 21 yet. No. Right? And, he's uh, 20. I think he turns 20 this year or something. I don't know. But, so, he was drunk, high on painkillers, high on pot. How you combined all three of them high as I'd never know. And then he was street racing a vehicle. And somebody in his crew was cutting off the traffic so that they could do so. There's so many fucking crimes being committed right there in, in one act. Uh, he should have been in prison a hell of a lot, uh, well, jail a hell of a lot longer than what he was. But, because he was famous, he got right the fuck out of jail. Had I did that shit... I'd still be rotting right, now, rotting right now in that fucking jail. Be somebody's bitch. Yeah, exactly. What the the counterexample uh, of that is like uh, Hillary Duff. She, you don't see or hear anything about her anymore. You just know that uh, she was the only one that more or less didn't become a drug addict whore. That come out of that uh, Disney generation, pretty much. I mean, Lindsay Lohan, complete fucking wreck. Miley, uh, Miley Cyrus, complete fucking wreck. What's the the other girl? The one other girl's nude on the internet. A lot of people. I I love this when I read this. It just proves how fucking stupid people are. They're like, I feel so bad for Billy Ray and whatever fuck her mom's name is. I feel so bad for them. You know that they have to put up with this. I'm like, they're the ones that did this to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Billy Ray is like one of the biggest failures in the country music community. His his one hit was Achy Breaky Heart, and that was a fucking... Back in the fucking 80s. That was a terrible fucking song. It was in the 90s. It was, a, it was a terrible fucking song, for one. I hate Billy Ray Cyrus. I hate his and daughter, too. It wasn't... Well, anyway, so it wasn't a good song, and the only reason it was popular, really, is because it was such a joke. Everyone was like, play that goddamn shitty-ass Achy Breaky Heart song. That's exactly how it went, and that's why, you know, like, everyone laughed. I don't. It, it, there was probably a small group of people, honestly, that that took that uh, completely serious. But uh, the majority of his popularity came from that one song because of how fucking shitty it was. So he failed in that field. So he basically took his daughter and put her in that field and used her to make money. And now he can't control her anymore. So she's doing everything that she possibly can do. Basically, tell him to go fuck himself, and she's making money along the way, and she became irrelevant for a while, and then once she started acting crazy, because honestly, I don't believe the girl's crazy. I think she's she's just... She's one, a genius. Yeah, she's smart as fuck about being uh, the publicity, because there's uh, there's an old saying, it's like, there's no such thing as bad publicity, and the only way she's going to get any attention is to be the completely opposite person from Hannah Montana. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what she's doing. Guess what? She blows the fuck up again. Everyone's paying attention. What's Miley doing? And she says that in all of her interviews. 
They're like, you guys are still talking about what I did on that, that award show, whatever it was, with uh, that guy. Robin that Sick, like it was on the VMAs last year. Yeah, she says, you guys are still talking about that. I got my name back out there. She yep. says this in interviews. Every interview, when someone brings it up, she's like, you guys are still talking about it, which means I did what I meant to do. She she was smart by doing that, and I don't know how much Billy Ray gets from her anymore, but all the people saying, like, in theory, if she was if she was smart and had, she probably had something worked out to where he doesn't get anything from it anymore. But all the, but an achy, breaky heart. Yeah, exactly. An achy, <laughs> breaky heart that, that he failed. I see not, what you did there. <laughs> that he yeah. Failed, that he failed not once but twice. But he he made enough money off of uh, of her career that he doesn't need to work anymore. But all the people, oh, I feel so bad for him. I'm like, he fucking he's the whole reason this happened. What do you mean you feel bad for him? The Beebs, he's uh, a fucking wreck and he's a fucking punk piece of shit too. I have to agree with most of what Greg said though that. Uh, you know, all the the money, all that being led around and all that, and then all of a sudden it's gone when they fail. Or there's just so much pre- uh, so much pressure on them and they're so sheltered that, uh, you know, and they have the money that they have and they have the chances that they have that uh, normal people don't have. So they do what they, what they have the opportunity to do because they don't have um, the normalcy. Normalcy? Normalness? Normalness? Normalcy. Normalcy? Is normalcy a word? They don't have the opportunity to do what normal folks do, so they do what they can't do. It's easier for them to get drugs and so on and so forth. So they cope with all the pressure and yada, yada, yada from... by taking drugs. Do you guys know of a guy named Corey Feldman? Yes. He was in a lot of 80s and 90s movies as a youngster. <clears throat> and I just uh, recently saw... Yeah. I said, oh yeah, because I just I looked him up. I just recently saw an interview that he did, and he was saying that child actors are extremely vulnerable to pedophiles. Because <laughs> what better job is there, if you're a pedophile, than to be around them all day and be their agent and basically be in charge of their lives? That makes sense. So he said Hollywood is full <clears throat> of pedophiles and all of these child actors. And, you know, uh-huh. I forget who was saying it, either Greg or Mike. I think it was Mike that said um, they have shitty parents anyway. So the yeah. parents are just going to leave that kid with that pedophile agent or whoever. If the child comes to the parent and says, he did this to me, the ch- the parent's probably going to be like, um, you've got my meal ticket, so you're going to do what you need to do. If you need to touch that dick to make these millions, then you're going to have to touch that dick. I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> And then what 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 choice does the child have then to, you know, just internalize all of that pain and suffering? And then when they finally do drop out of, you know, the fame cloud, what else do they have but drugs? I'm surprised Macaulay Culkin's still alive, to be completely honest. Yeah, have you seen I, pictures of him? He yeah, yeah, dude. He's he, he looks walking skeleton. He looks like shit. He looks he was like probably a, molested. He, he hung lo- out with Michael Jackson a lot, too. I don't. I don't know if I believe what they said about Michael Jackson, but you know, he looked he like was an, a child actor. He looked like an extra from. He looks like an extra from The Walking Dead. If I had a child that became famous and they came to me and they said, you know, like so and so is touching me, I'd go to prison. <laughs> I, I I don't I, care. I don't care how much money I would be making. Like just you know letting uh, that happening to my child. Oh fuck that! I'd murder somebody. Oh yes. Any too. any any situation, I don't give a fuck. And, you know, if my child was lying and I killed somebody over that, because I probably would mm-hmm. murder somebody over that, and my ch- if my child was lying and I killed some innocent person, I'd probably, at that point, I'd just, 
you know, I just disowned my child. Because I'd be like, I'm in fucking prison for the rest of my life because of you and you were lying. And someone's dead. Yeah, someone's dead because of you. Deal with that. Yeah. Your, your daddy's in prison. Go become a drug addict, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd uh, do the same thing, though, if anyone ever hurt, hurt my kids, man. There wouldn't even be a question. There'd just be a knock on the door and a big loud bang. Nah, I'd have to make them suffer. I just think, like... I didn't think about the parents at first, to be honest with you. Um, especially if they do come from already famous parents. Uh, but the ones who do do not, I always thought just the fame let them get to their head. And with all the connections and all the people they got, they just easily get to drugs and stuff, and it just goes downhill from there. And I think it but, just goes to their head. And for the second topic, we're going to do our little game that we like to call Spiel! Of fortune. I am your host, and my name is Michael Randio. The topic that everyone will be answering, and I will pick what I believe is the best answer of the three contestants. The topic is, what was the worst thing you did as a teen that you got punished for? Contestant number one is Dale. So my dad caught me watching porn, right? <laughs> no, I wasn't beating it. I was just browsing through. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And now because that would have been the one uh, stories I would have told if he actually caught me masturbating, which I wasn't. I was in the computer room, which was our old office. And uh, it used to be my old room. And then my sister moved out, so I took over her room. I was on the computer or whatever. And the computer was like clear as day. As soon as you open up the door, you can see it. I was on these naughty websites. And he opened up the door and caught me. And the look on his face was just out of sheer disappointment. Not so much anger, but out of disappointment. So, and of course, I was like, fuck. I had that sick feeling you get. Like, everything just drains from you. This was late at night. And so, the next morning, he got me up early. It was like a Saturday or something like that. He got me up early, and he was just nonstop making me do yard work. And I mean everything. And he wouldn't help me one bit. I was doing stuff like like mowing. Every, and now I didn't mow just like my yard. Like I was mowing like my grandma's yard, my aunt's yard. I'd go on top of the house and like I'd, I'd use a leaf blower and just blow the leaves off. Sweep. Actually, I didn't even use that. I'd use a, a broom. So I was pretty much doing like a lot of yard work and chores and stuff like that, even inside the house. And he was constantly reminding me of how much of a disappointment I was at that point in time. <laughs> How old were you? Oh, shit, I don't know. Like, I was just 12 or 13. Just really starting to hit that age to where you're yeah. really discovering what's going on. And that was when internet that... just started kind of getting a little bit bigger. And, like, I remember one time I was like, you you were doing this when you were a kid, right? He's like, I didn't have the internet. I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I had Playboys that I hid underneath my mattress. So I had to do a lot of yard work. And, like, he didn't tell me I, I was a disappointment. It was the fact that he was disappointed in me uh, for... Doing what comes natural. Yeah. So. Did your mom ever find out? Did your mom ever say anything to you? Oh, yeah, of course he told my mom. And he <laughs> was just, she was just like, you handle it. And I was just like, fuck. All right. Thank you for your answer, contestant number one. Contestant number two is going to be Greg. I think the worst thing that I ever did as a teenager that I got caught for was I actually stole money from my uh, mom's purse quite a few times. It was mostly just to buy stupid shit. Um, my parents eventually began to r- realize that like uh, they were beginning to miss money. 
they began to suspect me because I'm not that good at lying. Well, no, I am pretty good at lying, but I, uh, I'm not that good at uh, trying not to look guilty. So they caught me. They punished me because when I was doing this, I used to hang out at the, um, the mall every Sunday because, you know, that was back when we had a Barnes and Noble, not a Barnes and Noble, a, a Walden's. And uh, I would go there and because they found out about this, they, uh, they punished me by not allowing me to go to the mall anymore. They uh, took me to a therapist about this. Fuck, I can't remember exactly what he said, but um, he said something about actually like them not allowing me to go to the mall was actually like counterproductive to me as a whole. Right after that happened, after they went back on that and let me go back to the mall, I actually stopped stealing. So uh, I never stole money from them again. But I know everyone's got the story of like, yeah, I stole money from my parents. I'm like, I've never actually done that. Me either. Almost everyone I know has like stolen, even if it's small amount, like five bucks or like you know a couple bucks from their parents. I've never done that. Like yeah. it wasn't much at first. The more you got away with it, the more you're like, hmm, I could take a little more this time. Yeah, yeah, and that's when they began to notice. Had you just kept taking like five bucks or a couple bucks, they probably would have eventually noticed it, maybe. But like just seeing it like a, a small amount disappear here and there and then you you took a bigger portion of the pie consistently took a bigger portion of the pie and that's when they started to realize it and that's when you got fucked up that's yeah, a, like a, that's an age-old lesson more or less don't be greedy <laughs> thank you contestant number two let's move on to our third and final contestant raven i was 13 i think my little brother was nine or ten i locked him in the shed it would have been fine because i would have eventually let him out but there was two glass panels in the door of the shed. So while he was freaking out and banging on the door, he ended up busting out the glass, which eventually I got in trouble for because it was my fault he was in there. He cut his hand on the glass, and I was in big trouble. I had to do his chores for two weeks after that. But, yeah, I, I'll never forget it. Like, it's, it's like, burned into my mind. He was just getting on my nerves. He was pissing me off. So I walked out of the shed and left him in there, and I shut and locked the door. And then I turned back just in time to see him, like, crying and banging on the door. And and I started laughing to myself until I heard that glass break. And I knew I was fucked. There was no way I could lie my way out of it because he was still a complete mess. Like, I tried to murder him or something. Like, locking him in the shed was the worst thing you could ever do to somebody. <laughs> but um, I'll never forget the look on his face and me laughing. Just standing there laughing at him through the glass, and then I hear crash, and I'm like, fuck. For the second episode of Spiel of Fortune, I gotta pick a winner. So, the winner is... Dale. It it was just, it was funny that uh, he got caught watching porn, he wasn't jerking off, and he got stuck doing... I, I think his punishment was the best for the fact that he didn't even commit that bad of an offense. Fuck you, Dale. <laughs> so Dale's like the undisputed champ right now of Spiel of Fortune. No thanks, Raven. Oh! Greg, you <laughs> won in on that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> such a minor offense, and he more or less was turned into a slave. Like, I'm surprised your dad didn't whip you. I became a little bit stronger that day. <laughs> Mentally and, and uh, physically and uh, emotionally. Well, mentally I was all fucked up because I wasn't sure if my dad was going to whoop my ass or not still. 
Even though he was making me do chores, I was just like, it's coming. I just know it. I just don't know when. God damn it. Just get it get over with already. That does it for Spiel of Fortune. So we'll see you next time, whenever oh. that is. The third and final topic of this episode is things you were told growing up that you didn't believe then, but now you realize they're true. When I was younger, my mother was very distrusting of everyone. And she'd always try to make me believe that you can't trust people. She always had an issue with every one of my friends and every one of the boys that I was interested in. She'd always like have a million reasons why they can't be trusted. Back then, I was thinking like, man, my mom's crazy. Man, this bitch crazy. <laughs> this bitch nuts. I thought she was nuts for not trusting. I thought she was just really neurotic and couldn't trust anybody. So she, I mean, I thought she just really didn't want me to ever have a friend because she always took an issue with every single one of them. And even if it was something really stupid, like one of the friends I had at the back in the day was, um, she didn't uh, listen to her parents very well. She kind of had a lot of freedom. Not because her parents gave her the freedom, she just took it, and the parents were just like, whatever, do whatever you want, I don't care. So, <laughs> I thought she was just really lucky she had really cool parents. Yeah, she's dead now. Oh. She died of a heroin overdose. So, I'd say that um, as I got older, I began to realize that you really can't be all that trusting of a lot of people. You really have to be a good judge of character when it comes to the people that you associate with, especially, and the people that you get involved with romantically and all of that so she I mean don't get me wrong there was sometimes she was wrong she was just very untrusting because not all of my friends died right. from back in the day but um, <laughs> I was gonna but, say that's that's something you should have like you know warned, <laughs> warned us of uh so uh, what class now that you're my friends you're all gonna die because my mom said <laughs> <laughs> what class do you have Oh, I have this class. Just so you know that if we continue to like have conversations and we become friends outside of school, that eventually you'll die. Because yeah. you're my friend. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> crazy bitch. Because <laughs> that's what my mom said. <laughs> yeah, because that's what yeah. my mom said. Oh, crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like I said, as I got older, um, a lot of what she did tell me about trusting people and learning how to uh, be a good judge of character has helped me a lot have helped me out a lot in my adult life because I can spot them a mile away nowadays like I know within 10 minutes of having a conversation with a new person whether or not they're capable of of being trusted so I do have I still to this day have a lot of trust issues and that's because I've been fucked over a lot but because of that I've learned who I can trust and and you know how to judge someone. One uh, one thing I'm I'm sure that uh, you probably do because of your own personal experience with your mom's like I don't like these people and you're like but there's like nothing wrong with this person she's like ah, I don't like them and then they're you know your mom turns out to be wrong like there was nothing wrong with that person but through your own personal experience I'm sure you implement that when it when it comes to your daughter but I'm sure you have more of a a vetting process, I guess you, you could say to where you actually like, you're not just like, I don't like that person. You actually, because of your own personal experience, you actually like try to uh, communicate like with the person to see. Right. I don't you know, just judge you, when I look at them. Yeah. Like you, you don't just judge a book by a cover. Oh, well, fuck them. You know, they're, they're weird looking. So, you know, yeah. they're yeah. obviously insane. That little bit of innocence that I still had back then, which is was when I was like 
you know, my mom's crazy and people can be trusted. I still carry a little bit of that with me now. And I, I give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, uh, at these at this point, I've made decisions to get tattoos and I had piercings and whatnot. So I've been through the whole thing of like immediately being judged by uh, my looks, you know, judging a book by its cover. We talked about this, I believe, in the last episode. Like I said, I've been classified as, you know, someone that sacrifices goats and, you know, worships the devil. The people that actually sit down and talk to me, they're like, holy shit, that's not at all what he is. He's not a person that sacrifices goats and worships the devil. It turns out he's not like that at all. Holy shit, was I wrong. But the people that won't even do that, them type of people, are the ones that drive me absolutely insane. Uh, I've had <laughs> I've had situations where people think that, oh, well, that's who I am, then they sit down and they talk to me, and they're actually, and then they're like, you're actually one of the smartest people I know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, who would have figured that I'm not, you know, killing goats and drinking their blood while I'm, you know, calling out the great Lucifer? You know, who would <laughs> figure that I don't do that, that I'm actually really smart? Who would have figured? Turns out smart people can look many different ways. Of course, I'm not like a cocky, conceited piece of shit, but I kind of chuckle about it when I hear stuff like that, because I'm like, man, you judged the shit out of me, and turns out you were wrong. Ha ha. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a little like, ha, yeah, broaden your mind, you piece of shit. Growing up, like, I didn't really believe it, though, but not only my parents, but a lot of the older uh, friends of the family and other family members and stuff like that told me to appreciate the little things. And which I never did when I was a kid, because when I was a kid, all I wanted to do, you know, the big things, blah, 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 blah. You know, I wanted to, you know, only do things that I wanted to do. And my parents did those things just to, you know, see me happy because I was their kid and whatnot. You know, that's all I wanted. I was basically selfish, but <laughs> yep. um, I don't know how, like, I grew up that way, because, I mean, I had an older, older sister, but, you know, I'm seven years younger than her, so. You were the baby. I was a baby, yeah. I didn't necessarily get spoiled because, I mean, there was, like, some stuff I had to work for. But at the same time, you know, if I wanted to do it, I really, really want to do it. They're like, okay. But it was just to see me happy and stuff like that. But, of course, I remember this one time my dad wanted to go somewhere, um, somewhere in Ocala. I forget what kind of convention it was and stuff like that. But we didn't end up going because I was throwing a fit. He was mad. You piece of shit. Yeah, pretty much. So... (laughs) I think every kid does that and ruins something for a parent at least, like, yeah. probably a dozen times to where but the parent's like, like, I really wanted to do that, but fuck you, little goddamn brat piece of shit. I, yes. I should have pulled out. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> your mom should have swallowed you. Uh, but now I do things that they want to do. Like, whenever I go home, if they want to go somewhere and they want to tag me along, I'm, even though it's like I really have no interest in it, I'll go because now I'm gone all the time so I get to spend time with them. So it's just the fact that I am enjoying little things, you know. He's like, I would so much rather cut my own nipples off than go, but (laughs) (laughs) but because you guys want to go and because I fucked you over so many times in the past, I'll go. I'll go. But no, I um, now that I've grown up, I do appreciate the little things. I guess one that comes to mind is um, plan ahead because uh, I have a uh, a horrible tendency of not planning ahead for certain things. I end up like usually uh, forgetting things I'm supposed to be remembering, and that kind of fucks me up a lot. They used to tell me all the time when I was little, like, uh, "You should write this stuff down." I was always like, "Yeah, yeah, no, I'll I'll remember it." And then 
I would forget about it. And that still happens to me today because it's like, oh my God, they were right. Well, you probably always heard growing up that, that you know, like, appreciate high school. It's the best, uh, the best years of your life. I was never told that actually by uh, anyone, and I'm glad I wasn't because that's a load of horse shit. But it's not, and I'll explain why it's not. High school sucks, but what they really mean is appreciate the last bit of time period in your life when things are simple. Because everything after high well, school, you actually have to start to become an adult. Guess what? Being an adult sucks balls. This is the last point of time in your life in which things are simple. You think that, like, oh my god, so-and-so's dating so-and-so, or oh my god, I can't get a girlfriend, or oh my god, these people won't quit picking on me. You think that matters? At the point in time to you, the world's gonna fucking end because of all that. But guess what? None of it fucking matters. But that is the last point in time in which something, and well, everything is simple. You know, I mean, unless something horrible is, like, happening to you on, you know, whatever. But aside from that, that's the last point in time in your life in which everything is simple. Uh, once you start to, you know, become an adult, you, you don't have a schedule. You don't have someone telling you, guess what? Today, here's what you get to do. You get to get your ass up at the butt-ass crack of dawn, and you get to go to school where you can't fucking stand it. You have a schedule that's pre-set out for you that you can't do anything about. Once you're done with high school, at that point in time, guess what? No one's telling you what to do anymore. Things become difficult. And that does it for this episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I have been your host. My name is Michael Mayhew, and I have been here with my co-hosts. Raven. Dale. And Greg. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker. Donate to us on PayPal. And that does it for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. And later, fellas. (laughs)